how long can trusty Cadet Stimpy hold out? How can he possibly resist the diabolical urge to push the button that could erase his very existence? Will his tortured mind give in to its uncontrollable desires? Can he withstand the temptation to push the button that even now beckons him ever closer? Will he succumb to the maddening urge to eradicate history at the mere push of a single button? The beautiful shiny button! The jolly candy-like button! Will he hold out, folks? Can he hold out? Ladies and gentlemen, children and geeks of all ages, you are listening to a momentous event in the life of the Action Room Geek Radio Show. This is Tony Wolf. And producer Mike, did you think all night of how to do this? Opening? No, I just made oh, that okay. up now. The that's action room is so much improv, in all seriousness. Uh, that's how I good. just felt like this is important. No, that's how good you are. That's why I hired you. That's how we rock on. But we, we need to that's... have an applause. Woo! The action room! We, we were listening to the older episodes, and that's how we opened everyone. Every I'm always show. so hyper in the earlier episodes. Not that I'm not hyper now. And okay, I'm, so. And I'm super mellow in the older ones, too. Oh, yes. Okay, yes. go ahead. All right, so. We've been telling everyone on Twitter and Facebook and the entire world. I was talking with someone in Taiwan actually recently, and uh, and uh, and that planet that they just discovered that has the atmosphere of Earth. Oh, I didn't hear about this. You haven't heard about that no. planet? It actually no. has like uh, some kind of a, a, I don't know oxygen or something. That's and, awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm moving there next week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, this is as we have been letting people know the final episode, the final episode of version 3.0 of the Action Room. That's how persistent we are and how experienced we are. We have three versions, and we're about to have version 4.0. And I would like to pat us on the back again, as I do often. (laughs) We did not miss one week, one episode. We have two shows a week. We never missed one. I haven't gotten sick, and usually I get sick all the time. So Even if you were sick, though, you would have I would done have the continued. Action Room. We've done it on national holidays. We've done it on Mondays where there was a three-day weekend. Show me a radio show that has done it for three years and never missed one. Especially one that isn't getting paid. Yes. So there you go. But, <laughs> but now, we will get paid soon. Okay, so the old version, as you know, has been two shows a week, about 30 to 40 minutes, running about that Mondays long. Mondays and Fridays. So the new show will just be Mondays. Right. And only 10 minutes long. Right. And I'm trying to convince producer Mike <laughs> to do 13 minutes. Yeah. Or 12.5. I'll, I'll look into that. All um, right. But so anyway, we're just thinking that's going to be easier on us. I think that... Easier for people to listen to. Yeah. I think overall, you know, it's at this point anyway, the average listener listens about that long. Right. Some people listen longer. Some people listen shorter. But 10 minutes is a good... You know, time frame. If you don't listen to the end of all the previous shows, go back to our archives because you'll miss out at the end. And that's part of what our show today is going to be all about. Yes. For this the- will be a best of retrospective. Now, it will probably be the first of many, but this will be the first time we kind of. We don't repeat stuff usually. We have never repeated anything, so, in fact. This is going to be our That's our another first reason <laughs> to pat ourselves on the back. That's how, that's how big we are that we get a retrospective. Yeah. No, uh, it, it, it's like you know a Hollywood star when they're eighty years old, and, and you do a retrospective. Yes, yes, a lifetime achievement award for the action yes. room. 
Um, okay. <laughs> Who would give us that? I don't know. <laughs> Only us. Um, all right. So the first show, I mean, the first, uh, the, the first thing I want to uh, clip from is the first episode. And the we look back. The very first episode. Now, this was version 1.0. It, it, all these episodes, by the way, are available in the archive yes. if you want to go back. But for people that don't exactly know what to listen to, we're going to put pick out some prime stuff. Now, I have to say, we have done tons and tons and tons of great sketches, great bits, all these kinds of things. But we can't do them all. So we're just going right, to take right. a few things. Now, can here. we tell them what year we started or should yeah. we keep that secret? Yeah, no, this is January 1st. Right. 2007 we actually began doing some interviews in late 06 for that episode right exactly dana snyder so from january Aquatina. 1st and the action room website back on that day oh just before that day it said one one oh seven and that's all that was on the website right, right. just like the green lantern teaser that's on there now without, like without the swirling glowing <laughs> sound effects but no, it was. It's amazing how long it's been. Yes. But All right. At this point, at this point in time, we we didn't do it as often, and we weren't that you know into it. And, and we've that, been through several co-hosts. Yeah. The first co-host we had is a successful artist now at Top Cow Comics. Yes. And her name is Afua Richardson. She illustrates the book Genius that's written by uh, by Mark Bernardine or Bernardine Bernardin Bernardin something yeah. But but so she was our first co-host with us. And she is a, a beautiful person with a beautiful voice. And, oh, she uh, sings amazingly well as also. Yeah, and a, and a beautiful radio voice, too. Yes. Um, all right, so this is actually a clip of the first episode, the opening of the first episode. So let's, let's go to that. Wow. Okay, and welcome to the very first inaugural edition of The, the Action, Action Room. Room. The place for pop culture, everything and everything, uh, comic books, music, movies, video games, more video games. <laughs> <laughs> and I am Tony Wolf, and my co-host here, Afua Richardson. The Action Room, coming to you from the front lines of pop culture. All right. Oh, and now unbelievable. What's, now, what you'll notice... Uh, we sound so young. Well, what you notice, you'll notice about these early episodes is I don't talk that much yes, in the you early were episodes. Yes, like, you were a little bit more like a quiet presence. In fact, in the first episode, and maybe in a lot of the first ones, you don't even introduce me. Like, I'm yeah. not introduced. Well, I remember you didn't want to be <laughs> no, no, I didn't as involved. Want you wanted to be like Gary on the Howard Stern Show and, you know, not as involved. I, I'm kind of in the in the uh, the room where, what is it, the control room? Yeah, you're in the control you know? room. You're <laughs> in the virtual control room. To be honest, I've tried to maintain that. But because we've kind of never got a kind of a permanent co-host yes. for you. You've had I, to rise up. Yeah. And rise up, you have. Now, also, by the way, um, when did we nickname you Producer Mike? I know I gave you that nickname. I think it was after about six months. Probably. Yeah. Something. Like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So the next epi- the next episode was uh, a call to Howard Stern. Is that show. our second episode? It was ever? the second episode. Wow. But what we was- have, by the way, let the record sh- let the record show that we have been on the Howard Stern radio show twice. Twice. Twice, people. How many podcasts can say that? And I'm sorry, radio shows. <laughs> and we plan to do more for yes. sure. But uh, Howard's well, our buddy. Now this is the first one, and this was exciting for us to plug this. He kind of busted my balls, but that's what it's all about. Yes. And uh, let's just go to it. Let's play it. Mike, you're on the air in New York City. Welcome. You were the first caller of the 19, I mean, sorry, 2007 year. Hey, now. Hey, now. What's going on? The Kimmel performance, uh, awesome. I loved it. Thanks. Uh, most, but it, most people thought I was really in Los Angeles with them. Well, was it? Get out of here. Yeah. Everyone, everyone was, was fooled. Everybody was fooled? Okay. And then now the next part is is the part where he starts <laughs> to talk to me about... 
Because I'm saying, can I can I do my plug? Can I do my plug? Mike politely asked for the plug. Oh. He didn't just like throw it in there. Exactly. So let's play that part, and uh, yes. here we go. We get in the action room. Sorry, uh-huh. can I just plug it real quick? Plug oh. what? His website. It's real quick, real quick. I hate websites I'm sometimes. sorry, man. This is how I make a living. That's all the way you do. I mean, what do you mean you make a living? How do you no, make a living on a website? Kind of podcast video show. That ain't going to make you a living. Yeah, well, right. you know, what can I do, man? No, nothing makes money anymore. I got to do what I got to do. You know what makes money? Going out and doing something with your hands. Yeah, working for something. Well, well, like like a job. Okay, a job. That'll be a fucking well, website. Creatively, creatively. You're going to make an iPod video <laughs> website? You know you're not going to make any money. Uh, give it a little time. It's called theactionroom.com. And like, what do you and what do? What happens there? Well, I don't host it. My friend does, <laughs> but we I produce it. And we just, you know, we it's more geek culture, kind of like G four video game, you know, movie type stuff. Yeah. Oh, you'll but do we're well. inspired by you. You know, we want to mix it up. And uh, I don't know. You, you got any advice besides not yeah, doing? Yeah, tape hit TV shows and just put them on your site illegally. Right. Yeah. 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 People, that's how YouTube made a fortune. That's how they all do. You. YouTube right. got bought for billions. Generate traffic, no matter how you can, and then try to get someone Rob, to buy you. Steal, lie, whatever it takes. So I'm gonna. I'm taking Robin's advice, and we're stealing the audio from the Howard Stern show oh, for this show. So <laughs> very nice. Good stuff. To help us, self promotion so. is everything. All right. Unbelievable. Awesome. Okay. Um, he, he told us we should start YouTube. Thanks, Howard. Great <laughs> advice. Now that was when YouTube was brand new. Yeah, right. Now this is a topical uh, uh, ID. We yes. do a lot of identifications. Where we've we had a lot of celebrity interviews, both comic book celebrities and mainstream Hollywood pop culture celebrities. Now the interesting thing about this one was that we had planned at the time David Arquette, who's big in the news again because he just divorced or is broke up with Courtney Cox. Very sad. Very sad. Um, he uh, had a movie called The Tripper, which right. was basically a horror film about a Ronald Reagan. Uh, Serial killer. Impersonator. He wears people. a Ronald Reagan hat and he kills people in the woods. Kills hippies. He kills hippies. Um, that's right. Because so, he's a conservative. Right. <laughs> and uh, so basically, at the time, we had Joe Harris, who was his co-writer on the film. Yes. Uh, and is also a prominent comic book, uh, prominent writer and comic book publisher. And Joe uh, Harris. And Jason Liebig had interviewed him, who is often on the show. Yeah. Um, in any case. I had asked, because at the time, David Arquette was doing super kind of like, uh, what would you call it, grassroots promotion stuff. for this. And he directed this film, yeah. right? But he had no money for promotion, so it was a, a van across country just going anywhere he could. Wow. And he would literally promote anywhere. And it, MySpace was still big at that time, so we asked him to call in to our show. I was just like, why not, you know? And he was friends with Joe Harris, and Joe Harris liked us. Yeah, and he literally called in. <laughs> <laughs> and gave me an ID on my home answering machine. Amazing. So, wait, David let's, Arquette. Let's play that. Hey, this is David Arquette, and you're listening to The Action Room. Yeah. Okay, now, the thing about it, which sucks kind of, is that I wasn't able to pick up the phone. I wasn't around. And oh. I could have actually maybe talked to him and interviewed him. But, but we got an ID. That's good enough. Um, David Arquette. So and, I hope he finds love again. And he's still supposed to be in Scream 2 along with Courtney Cox. Oh, yeah. Scre- Scream 4. Scream four. Scream four. One other thing. I had a year year ago flashback or three years ago. Flashback. One other thing about this episode was that it has another great sketch that we're not going to play, but you should check it out. Uh, so oh, it's from Radio right. Soap fourteen of the uh, Don Imus controversy when he said nappy-headed hoes. And yes. you do an incredible Don Imus. I did not know that I could do a Don <laughs> Imus sketch, but it turns out that I could do an impression. That's what we like to do. We like to force Tony to uh, you know, go beyond his impression uh, catalog. I, I think I I've become the man of a thousand voices you really here have. on the radio show. You really have. And I, as an actor, I hope to use that in my, has there vo- really in my been acting one, career. Has there really been one that you haven't really kind of nailed for the most there part? There has been at least one well, or two. What's your worst one, you think? I'm trying to remember. 
There was one, I don't remember, but there have been several. Okay. All right. right, So Jessica's first show. Now, Jessica was our second co-host. And this was in version 2.0. She's a terrific actress and comedian and just, she's on a lot of our videos. And before she took over, she had done a lot of the street interviews, but we decided why not have her as the co-host? Because uh, Afua, it didn't work out, but not because we don't love her. We do love her. And so Jessica uh, became the co-host. So this is the first clip the first episode of 2.0, which... Uh, <laughs> Introducing Jessica to the world. This is probably around November 2008. Wow. And what's interesting is this is right at the time that Obama was elected president. Yes. So we're Literally gonna, days after the election. And we're going to play her intro. And at that same episode, <laughs> she, she does with Tony a Sarah Palin and Obama sketch, which I just recently played for Tony. And he was like, do we really want to play it? And it's pretty funny. I was so. like, is it that good? But you know what? Especially in hindsight, it's funnier than I thought it was. And especially where the world is now and where they each are now let let's do that it's just cool sometimes to look back because we yes. have been on the air for a while yeah. so all yeah. right here it is all right everyone we are back with the action room that's right folks we know you missed us we've been gone for a long long time but we are back to give you the best in pop culture slash geek culture news the action room radio network at www.theactionroom.com We'll have 24-7 continuous plays of all our episodes and new episodes every Friday at 7 p.m. And if that's not enough, let me tell you what we have for you here, people. We have a new co-host. Woo! Hi! That's right. This is Jessica, everyone. Please introduce the world. Jessica, the world, Jessica. Hi, world. It's so nice to meet you. <laughs> Although you may remember, those of us, those of you who have been following us for a long time, Jessica was a frequent correspondent and special guest star on the prior incarnation of The Action Room. That's right. I was the correspondent on the streets, making fun of all you geeks out there. Lightheartedly, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm here with Tony, and I'm going to be with you every Friday night at 7 also. That's right. So you can hold us close to your heart. Okay, now that's Jessica awesome. Jessica got introduced to the world. You guys are all happy. Yeah, um, we're very hyper. I think we had taken a little break from the show for a short time. I'm all grumbly in the back. Yes, yes. <laughs> um yeah, we were kind of scattered. At some points, we would do the show right every week. Sometimes it right. was like months between. Anyway, so this is after a little later in the episode, we do a Sarah Palin sketch, uh, Obama and Sarah Palin sketch, and here's that. Yeah. Barack! Yes, we can! Uh, Sarah, I uh, couldn't have done it without you. You're darn tootin' right. You owe me big time. Seducing that old Coot McCain was worse than taking care of my tarred kid. Uh, it wasn't that bad. You have no idea. Putting his gimp arms all over me. It was like making out with C-3PO. <laughs> <laughs> Come here. Give me some sugar. So, back to Alaska? Yup. First, though, I'm eating with Tina Fey. We're starting a clothing line. Just don't make more than $200,000. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so... Um, so that was the Obama Palin sketch. I thought that was pretty funny. Okay, so uh, anyway... <laughs> I had to find the Obama voice with the help of uh, producer Mike because Fred Armisen had just barely begun to do it on SNL. And, and even the now, there's only like a few... Pe- it's not like Clinton or Bush yeah, where everybody can do it. there's not a lot of people it. doing Obama sketches. Um, Obama impressions. All right, so the last thing that we want to play is this sketch that we did where 
uh, we were looking for a mascot for the action room. Yes, there was and a previous mascot, Egg the Chicken, who is still on our YouTube video uh, site. Yeah, you can check that out. That's like one of our first videos ever. And That's uh, like number four, I think. It's pretty silly. Um, but no, so the joke was, let's let's try to find a mascot. And we threw everything but the kitchen sink. We, we actually pulled out threw all the, the kitchen stops. sink. And the kitchen sink one. was thrown out your window. Wait, this is a really epic sketch. Yes. So ladies and gentlemen. I think it speaks for itself. It's awesome. The action room mascot audition sketch here it is our first potential action room mascot is explodey now explodey for you listeners out there he is actually the explosion that is behind the action room logo how about that and he's been bugging us for a long time ever since we made the logo he's been like i want to be a, you know oh he doesn't talk okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's been expressing to us in his own way well, why don't we just introduce him to you hey explodey so explodey you want to try out as our new mascot <laughs> okay explodey look so you prepared some stand-up for us all right, well, this guy is one of the funniest explosions around. He'll be appearing at Dangerfields next week, and he's co-starring with Shia LaBeouf in Transformers 3. Ladies and gentlemen, Explodey! Yeah. That was great, Explodey. You definitely didn't bomb. All right, so our second potential mascot is Snarf from the Thundercats. Woo! Welcome, Snarf. Well, Snarf, Snarf, thank you. The Thundercats never appreciated me, and no one appreciates your show. Snarf, Snarf, no, I thought it would be a boost for my Snarf esteem. <laughs> snarf, Snarf. So, uh, you're going to sing something for us today. I used to hang out a lot at the karaoke bar on Thundera before it exploded. So I thought I'd sing one of my very favorite songs from what I consider to be the best band ever. The Beatles? Uh, Led Zeppelin? No, silly. Europe. Uh, okay, so producer Mike, why don't you start up the Action Room Karaoke Machine? Our third potential mascot, you know her. She's the grandma who doesn't understand pop culture. In fact, it scares and confuses her. Woo! 
So, Grandma, you want to audition to be the Action Room mascot? Mascot? You mean like that Tony the Tiger? Don't tell my husband, but I had a little bit of a crush on that sexy tiger. So, Grandma, what can you offer the Action Room as a mascot? What about those Keebler elves? Just try to keep me away from those delicious fudge-striped cookies. Mm -mm. Uh, have you seen uh, Iron Man 2? Ironing? I love ironing. Do you need me to iron something, boys? No, no, that that's okay, Grandma. Actually. What is this thing I'm talking into? Uh, a microphone. Uh, okay, Grandma, I, thanks for coming in. I, I don't know if the geek culture is really your thing. Okay, boys, you enjoy your little show. I can't wait to blog about this tonight when I get home. Uh, so I, I guess it's time, Tony, that we uh, pick a winner? Stop. Who's that? I am Galactus, devourer of worlds. I believe I would make a brilliant mascot for the action room. Why is that? Galactus has traveled across the galaxy, seen infinite worlds, witnessed the dawn of creation itself. Have you listened to our show? No, but I will spare your world if you make me mascot of your puny podcast. Well, sorry, Gal. Uh, can I call you Gal? Um, we don't have any more time to audition anyone else. Uh, maybe next time. This is an insult to Galactus. I will now commence eating your planet. Oh no! What do we do now? I have an idea. Explodey! Snarf! Grandma! Mascots, unite! Quick, Snarf! Sing a song and create a diversion! He'll chew you up. Whoa, here he comes. He's a planet eater. Snarf, snarf. Oh, what is that horrible noise diverting my attention from eating your planet? Explodey, attack! Oh, no! Grandma, do you still have some of those Keebler fudge stripe cookies? Yes, but these are the last ones I have. But Grandma, we're all gonna die. Tony the Tiger will die too. He's right. Oh, all right. Just for Tony, don't tell my husband. Mmm, cookies. Scrumptious. Oh, he's eating them all. He's getting full. I'm not hungry anymore. Planet Earth is saved! I'm going to wash this down with the World Cup. Who would have thought there'd be a more powerful weapon against Galactus than the Ultimate Nullifier? Alright, well, I, I, I guess we still have to announce the winner for the Action Room mascot auditions. You know what, Producer Mike? There is no winner. You're all winners. They're great! Tony! What? Stop fondling Grandma. Oh. <laughs> that was amazing. 
Wow. That was That amazing. may be our finest radio sketch achievement. Your your voices are amazing. Oh, thank you. I got to sing. Our concepts are amazing. You came up with uh, Explodey, the exploding mascot that does comedy. Galactus was there. It, it's oh, just awesome. Unbelievable. Okay. So, <laughs> we hope uh, you enjoyed it. And for all our loyal listeners, I just want to say um, we're sorry that we're shortening the episodes, but we did want to take a little bit of a break, but not completely go off the air. So... Uh, enjoy them for now. We will probably do longer episodes in the future. And there will be no break. The new episode will go up Monday. Yeah, the break is just for uh, on our back. We just want to do a little less work for free. A little less work, yeah. Um, so <laughs> One anyway, show a week instead of two. Uh, but you want to do some shout-outs. We've had so many loyal fans and listeners from the beginning. Uh, a guy named Nick Moore, who is Dimension of Mind on Twitter. Zoe, uh, otherwise known as Bookish Bell. Maria Teeny Geek. We had Dominique from ComicsPeriod.com. Alan Kistler on the show. Trista Holmes has always been a supporter. She uh, connected us with Amber Benson a few times. Dario. So many fans. Dario, Dario Reyes. I was, you know, I was thinking we have to get Dario in. Our first international fan. And Wolverine inept. Inept Wolverine is Pedro Marquez. And uh, Anthony Piccone, Piccione. Uh, Dawson, Professor's Mind. So many fans. And of course, Pietro with the Daily Blam, who Pietro. discovered us, basically. Thank you, Pietro with the Daily Blam. I discovered him, and then he discovered us. Right. Um, it's wow. a lot of back scratching in this social media world. Yes, yeah. yes. So, Jen Friel, also of Talk Nerdy to Me Lover. She's been awesome. She's got a movie being made about her now. Unbelievable. Olivia Munn. Olivia Munn gave us an interview uh, where she walked out <laughs> on us at the end, but that was all a joke, but no one understood that. <laughs> uh, yeah. We've anyway. had musical guests. Oh, so much. It's awesome. Okay, so when we come at back after the break. Oh, are you going to pick a special song for the break? Well, here, here. But before we say that, let's explain what's after the break. Ladies and gentlemen, the final segment the final installment of nerd news for 3.0 whoa okay so okay. uh i yeah. think we should do a special song what, for what the break. would be the uh, special song i feel like since it's our last episode of radio so you don't, don't want to they might be giants song no since it's our last radio <laughs> soda version 3.0 it's very epic i'm all choked up i think we should play frank sinatra's my way sid vicious is my way okay we'll compromise sid vicious's <laughs> my way take it away sid Okay. <laughs> All right. Are we ready for some nerd news? I guess we just go right into I it. I guess right? the paper is crumbling. Okay. Okay. Well, so, wait, wait, wait. We need the intro. Here we go. Let's play it one more time. Nerd news. Now, again, I have to say, I don't know. In version, in the new version, will we have time even for the <laughs> intro? <laughs> That's why it should be 15 minutes, producer okay. Mike, so you can play Maybe that intro. Maybe an extra five minutes. Okay. okay. In any case, uh, I can't believe we had actually covered this on previous episodes of the radio show, yeah. and we had to cut it for time. Right. Zack Snyder obviously directing Superman, a lot of excitement, a lot of anticipation, but the big word on the street is that the script is not in good shape, right. and they wanted to offer it to someone like potentially a, a Darren Aronofsky, and he wouldn't accept it because he would have taken eight months to, to fix the script or to improve the script, and they wanted to give it to someone who could fast-track it because of DC's lawsuits with the Siegel or Schuster estate. States, 
there's something in the lawsuit that if they don't have a Superman movie in production by 2011, they lose part of their claim to the rights. Right. Because they screwed over these guys in the 1930s. And so I personally think since Superman is such a hard character to do because he's like all powerful yeah. and he's kind of like hokey in a and way. And they've been done so perfectly in the first two Donner films. Yeah. I mean, you can't kind of do better than that. Well, really, I believe you, know? you can, though. I hope I you can. I believe you can make something new. My whole thing, my whole fear is that especially since it's Christ- Christopher Nolan producing and Zack Snyder doing, directing it, that it's just going to be a little dark. No, 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 no. Snyder is a little brighter. Okay. Snyder is brighter. That's my new uh, thing. I and it'll so. have lots of slow Although I have to say, in the su- third Superman with Richard Pryor, when he becomes bad Superman. Those scenes are kind of cool. Awesome. Okay, so let's move on to other Christopher Nolan produced items. Uh, Christopher Nolan, of course, is doing Batman 3. He'll have a three-movie Batman trilogy. And everyone's been wondering, who will the villain be? Mark Miller teased on Twitter that he heard who one of the villains is going to be, and it's from his old school childhood. We don't know what that means. Speculation has led to Killer Croc. Okay. But he cast one of my favorite actors from the movie Inception, uh, Tom Hardy. Mm -hmm. Uh, However, no one has any freaking idea who will Tom Hardy be. Now, he's definitely one of these actors where no matter what he does, it's going to be awesome. So I'm just psyched to see that There is speculation. Maybe he could be Scarface, who I don't even know if you know because he's more from the animated series. Mm -hmm. Scarface is a crazy ventriloquist who talks through his dummy. And Scarface is like a gangster from the 40s, see? So, yeah, I mean, he is... He was probably, because I didn't really care for Inception. He was the best part of Inception. Yeah, maybe me. Tom Hardy could be Killer Croc. I joked that Tom is Hardy... Is Killer Croc a crocodile? He's a man who mutates into a half-crocodile monster. Which is interesting because... He's like a wrestler. Because we're going to talk about Spider-Man, and they're talking about the lizard. You'll have, could you have a, a croc and a lizard? The all-reptilian superhero movies. Wow. Um, the other thing I guessed on Twitter, I was saying, uh, real hardcore comic fans know that Bruce Wayne... When he needs to operate in the criminal underworld, he puts on a disguise and has created a whole alter life, uh, alternate life for a criminal called Matches Malone. Cool. And he puts on a mustache and goes into these dens of vice. So I joked, what if Christopher Nolan makes Tom Hardy Matches Malone, but it's not obviously Bruce Wayne's disguise. What if there's a separate character called Matches Malone? Anything's anyway, possible. who knows? Um, so speaking of uh, villain news. Reptilian villain news. Now, how do you say this guy's name? God, God damned if I know. Rice uh, Evans? Rice Ifons? Rice <laughs> Ifons? You know, let's have a lottery. Let us know how you pronounce, action fans, this guy's name. Rice Ifons? What Riss if Ifons? What if? Ins. What the Ifons? <laughs> uh, anyway, ifons? so this guy I kind of do remember from other films here and there, but the, I do remember, I was reminded about Notting Hill. He was really funny in Notting Hill. He was the roommate for Hugh. Hugh Apparently, he gets naked or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think that was. I the kept thing. confusing Notting Hill with Four Weddings and a Funeral. Yeah, it's all the same. Same yeah. director, I think, right? But uh, same producer. But since then, I'm sure he's been in a lot of stuff. I can't think of it. But yeah, he would be good. You know, he looks. Yeah, look, he's got a he's got a lean, haggard look about he, him. He's British. How bad could he be? <laughs> you know. Um, okay, here we go. That's it. Wow. We're, producer we're, Mike. We're going out. Oh, my goodness. Well, thank you so much, fans, for all your support through the years. And stay with us Monday when version 4.0 of The Action Room begins. As our our final thing that we're going to do for the show, press the the Action Room reboot button. There's an enormous red button here in the studio. We've only pressed it, what, 
two times. Right. The reboot button is about to be pressed. To from 3.0 to 4.0. All right. We're going to have a cool sound effect in here? Uh well, maybe. Um, <laughs> all right. Wouldn't that suck if there was like no sound effect yeah, at all? Yeah, we, we need to make them hear the button. All right. Um Can I press it? But hold on, hold on. Yeah. Let's just say goodbye to everybody. Goodbye. Um, Thank you so much everyone. Join us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. I love how big of a deal we we're making this. Okay. Uh no one <laughs> I, even I'm a little hears. choked up. <laughs> okay. And go ahead, Okay. Tony. Press I'm the big red shiny candy-like button. This is like in Red and Stimpy. Yeah. Don't press the red button! Okay, I'm pressing it now. 